Stephen Carter, we made you watch Sherlock Holmes, a movie about a supremely punchable version of the famous detective. <laughs> I did want to punch him. He's so yeah, that was going to be one of the things I said. He's so punchable. <laughs> Critics described him as punchable. I, yeah, I read that as, in some review of it, and I was like, that's the best. Like, normally, I don't like that phrase, but it's so perfect for this uh, Sherlock really Holmes. Was. That's anyway, he's investigating a CG dinosaur, and... Um, all of this looks strangely like another movie that came out at the same time. Anyway, we start and stop the It's show. almost as if they wanted you to get confused and watch theirs instead. Almost. Oh, almost. Oh, weird. I'm sure that's not what happened. Though. Okay. That seems very cynical. Before we get into that, we start and stop every show by saying at least one nice thing. It's called The Compliment Sandwich. Stephen, as the guest, what's your major compliment for Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, I guess I'd say that um, of all movies that end with a very long... Uh, hot air balloon versus steampunk dragon fight. Yeah. This yes. is the best one. <laughs> yes, uh, that is uh, the nicest thing I have to say. It is definitely yeah top tier of any hot air balloon fight I think that I've seen. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think they, they've actually you know nah. a real genuine what? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking about up where there was those dogs flying. Planes yeah, no machine oh. guns though. Okay, yeah. but do you guys ever see around the world in like? Uh, 80 Days with Jackie Chan. Yes, I, of course. Pretty I, great. I have it, but nope. I really enjoy where you placed your like in that sentence. Around the world in like 80 days. Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. Take. Yeah, it was around that. I don't remember if it was 80 something. It was 80 somethings for it was, sure. That I don't was remember a busy what week, 80s. So they might not have been counting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they Jackie really? Chan is many things, but an admin assistant with a calendar, he is not. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, you know. Unless that's uh, specifically the thing he's doing next time. Right. Oh, that's true. Uh, oh, God. Uh, what were you going to say, Stephen? Your genuine compliment? Just, I, I, I do think that they showed the perils of filming a hot air balloon action <laughs> sequence. But it's very difficult to make interesting. Because <laughs> it's just people pulling levers. Right. Uh, yeah, and it almost looked like he was just standing in a basket on the ground and they kept cutting back to him in the same position. Again, I, you're so cynical. Um, I mean, I, I'm going to maybe get some ire from this, but I realize it's kind of like the, the interior of any like TARDIS fight scene as well because it's just those like you know totally. we just ha- you have more things to push in there and you don't know what they do but it's pretty much the same mechanics no, right the, the, the whole time I was reminded of like a lower budget years of Doctor Who which yeah. is basically every yeah. year of Doctor Who but yes. yeah, uh, uh, it did it did have that sort of thing where it's like they're not like this is I they should just send the action sequence out <laughs> about this yeah. Chris do you want to go second uh sure uh so you know to piggyback off of steven's compliment here this is the studio that brought us both mega shark versus gatoroid and nazis at the center of the earth and yeah. the same director of the hit movie ripoff sunday school musical yes <laughs> and given yes. those given that context you know not terrible um yeah i i mean i just want to talk a little bit more about that same thing so i'm just gonna do a group compliment with you so it, yeah. this is made by a company called the asylum the asylum did you guys do some reading on the asylum i had heard of them before but not no no eye reading no i did not uh, i'd never heard of them before i mean apparently i had because i've seen some things but i didn't really make the connection so they started out trying to make low budget horror movies and it wasn't working and then they made one that was very similar to a current movie and for some reason that sold way more than usual and they were like well we've found our thing yep (laughs) and so they make ripoff movies including transmorphers the Day the Earth Stopped, Lord of the Elves, Warship, yeah. the same time as Battleship, Sunday School Musical, Snakes on a Train, 30,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Paranormal Ooh. Entity, uh-huh. Abraham Lincoln versus Zombies, and this is my favorite, Independence Day, so Independent Apostrophe, apostrophe S, S day. <laughs> oh my god. The day of the independent. That's so good. It's, it's great because this is like, so this is a, it's, these are porn parodies without the porn yes. or really the sense of parody either. Yes. Well, it's like. It's, you just took away the two things that I like about porn parodies. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, they're meant for like that, the like aging grandma market where they want to get their kid or their grandkid like a movie that they talked about, but they just. That's what I was trying to, to figure out: is who is messing up that? Who is buying these on accident or yeah. purposefully? Like, eh, Transmorphers is good enough for our family. <laughs> oh, is it off brand? Yeah, I think I think it's uh, harried, stressed out parents with uh, sick children 
who go to the grocery store to get like popsicles and children's Tylenol and then mm-hmm. see movies in the checkout that look vaguely like something they've heard of. I, they, uh, the other thing they do is they release these all straight to DVD the same weekend that the big budget movie opens in theaters. Oh, hell oh, yeah. That is mean. So they could be like, well, you could go to the movies to see Paranormal Activity, but Paranormal yeah. Entity is in your grocery store now. Yeah. Like, if you're talking a family of four, that's like, you know, $50 to go out and see a movie or something like that. Then you get one DVD for $12. Like, it's probably one-fourth of the fun, but and that's you, the right amount. If yeah. you do Transmorphers, <laughs> then Trans... Like, it's probably maybe even as good as the terrible movie it's ripping off. Yeah. If you pick absolutely. bad movie... And, like, like Snakes on a Train is probably exactly what Snakes on a Plane is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so if uh, if yeah. these vast movie studios, to use an analogy, are like uh, I don't know, majestic sea creatures, like a like a whale, the asylum sure. is like the noble barnacle that has attached to the marketing <laughs> efforts of that whale, <laughs> and is just catching as catch can. It is like yeah. a barnacle, although I don't think they've ever been described as noble. <laughs> no, that was, that was part of the compliment. I think it's, it's... kind of. I think it might even be a little bit evil, uh, but the naming specifically is my compliment. Uh, yes, just Independence. Day is a that's masterpiece. Amazing. Do you know what yeah. that's about? <laughs> it's about I the woman's right to, to vote, maybe? or <laughs> But just party. one independent. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did not read a plot summary of Independence Day, but it does okay. have uh, one star. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah, these are all terrible. Um, and Oh, uh, but it's who- free on, on Amazon Prime. Oh, good. Okay, well, I can stream it for free. I mean, I'll give you a hint. It looks like it's about aliens attacking the Earth. Hmm. Uh, the aliens invade this time delivering a clear <laughs> ultimatum because oh. last time it wasn't that clear the- like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> finally aliens are just going to be fucking clear well, are you yeah. invading or not in, in Independence Day they are just kind of like hovering and then killing you they don't actually That's have true. clear demands yeah this it wasn't all of them Will like- Smith never let them speak he was always interrupting <laughs> he punched oh, man. them before they could Guys, you realize they also did Sinister Squad for Suicide Squad? Sure. Yep. Sinister Squad. I mean, it is so good. Uh, it's The naming is so fun for me. Everything else about it, I think, is actually possibly evil. And I have a lot of real questions about what's going on in these people's heads. But titles, man. And yeah. also, they, they've sort of faded now. They've changed. Like, around 2010, they started all doing a lot. They got a big contract with sci-fi and started doing just junky original movies. So, like, the Sharknado mm. and the Sharktopus and... Just like, what if we put shark in it and then didn't try very hard? And that is less fun to me. It's yeah. so much less fun. Well, I actually it, think it, it's nobler to be a barnacle than just like a floating piece of fish well, shit. It, Independence yeah. Day, uh, that's, that came out this year. So like, they're still... They're oh, still that is new. Both. Oh, yeah, so it is. All oh, right, because it's the sequel. Yeah. Uh, and not in the, okay. On so don't July worry. July 4th, the revolution begins again. One the other thing I guess we should say if for those who are not familiar with the asylum is that they are writing original scripts so they're they're called mockbusters where they are clearly ripping off but with ideas but then they're writing an original script so it's not like it's just the plot of these other movies yeah and they're not at least maybe they're bad at it but these aren't parodies right no. these are just like these are taking like this was a serious in quotation marks, but it was a serious they movie. They are bad at it, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. They are the worst at it, possibly. But this is like they made an original Sherlock Holmes movie. No one else had made one with a dinosaur and a uh, um, uh, kraken before. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, this uh, is like a, a JV, like middle school basketball team marketing itself like it's the NBA. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it, here's the thing if these were middle schoolers doing this, it would be adorable for all of us, right? It would be so great. Totally. Okay, so it. it's it's not about the, the product itself. It's about, you know, kind of the reasons behind it. Yeah. Well, it is about the like product, it. but you're grading it on a curve. It was not children. <laughs> if it had been children, that would be different. It's not children. <laughs> no, it's just extremely punchable oh, adults. Oh, I didn't say I didn't mention this. They've never lost money on a film. Oh, That's yeah. That's important. No, I bet. They have wow. never once lost money on a film. And they make That's like 12 a year. So, I mean, this they're kind of doing something right. So, Independence well, Day, profitable film. <laughs> right. This is where all movie making is going to go, then, if they've found a consistent way to be. make money. This is, right. where, this is a race to the lowest common denominator. All right, as I think it's your turn for a compliment to close this out. All right, sorry. I have to, I have to really quickly throw some arugula at Sarah. That's not that's not like a euphemism or anything. Just, you got <laughs> weird kinks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a euphemism, but it is for sex. I was throwing some arugula at a girl I met at a bar last night. <laughs> mm. 
Oh, fuck. She <laughs> ate that salad. Yeah. Oh, man. She got kind of bitter about it. <laughs> hey, um. Might want to wriggle a pun. Yeah, that was pretty good. What are what, what are key things you know about arugula? <laughs> I, uh, one is bitterness. It, it's shaped kind of like rockets. Yeah. Okay. Gets uh, gets caught in your teeth. Yeah, super teeth caught. Um, yeah, it is more likely to do that. Yeah. My buddies and I were throwing some arugula at this girl, and she was <laughs> like, "I don't want you to come back." And they were like, "Please let us." Ah, that's hey, not bad. Um, I'm glad I came in for the punchline of that. And <laughs> <Yes, no. laughs> what was the fuck was that about? Uh, so we had to return some arugula that wasn't good that we got from uh, from Whole Foods, and uh, and Sarah had already like uh, put Caleb into the uh, car seat, uh, yeah. so I had to like actually go to the fridge and toss it out the uh, like off the porch. Um, I don't know if Whole Foods is going to tell you guys this. This might be kind of awkward, but arugula is never good. <laughs> so you just got normal arugula. <laughs> That's the In sucker's that, bet. What, what about it was bad? Uh, it just it just you opened it up and just it smelled like you know it smelled like, like when lettuce sea. goes bad yeah the noble barnacle yes all right now as your arugula mission completed what is your major compliment for Sherlock Holmes um you know this is weird but I actually really like a frame story and um, sure yeah uh, it just it feels like it's it feels like you aren't giving me anything interesting necessarily but you're doing it like with layers yeah. um and so it starts with uh. Oh, old man, uh, Doctor Watson, uh, about to die, and he makes this like scullery maid like uh, during the bombing of London, nineteen forty, like take down his entire life story of dinosaurs. Because uh, she didn't have anything case. better to do. Yeah. yeah. And here's what I love is that at the end of the movie, he just dies. He just dies. Like <laughs> so sentence. His last words are this piece of shit movie. Yeah. That's he, the last uh, thing he uttered. Was the worst movie we've seen. I really meant a lot to him. That was a weird casting because that dude, like, it was like they just got the oldest person they could find, who's maybe sixty-five, <laughs> yeah. to play like a ninety-five-year-old, <laughs> and he looked very healthy too. Like, there was nothing wrong with this guy. He looked stronger than me. That's probably <laughs> exactly how the casting. Oh, no question. Went. I should yeah. say she wasn't necessarily a scholar mate. She's probably actually like a very qualified nurse or something like that, like a governess. Uh, Thanks governess. For clarifying. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what she did. Who knows what she was doing? I don't, I don't know. know what a scholar mate is. So maybe that is a huge honor. <laughs> nope. Like Maybe. the noble scullery maid. Yeah. yeah, if we like barnacles, but now we're like shitting on scullery maids. I feel like, I mean, yeah, what I'll is a scullery? That sounds like a part of your body. Maybe it's a nurse. It's like the underkitchen. The underkitchen? Uh, oh, like Whoa. the, the, like Ooh, the now it's sexual. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and TV for the most part. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me, as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York, the land of Brooks. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Hi, Alex. And then we saved the day. And no one ever spoke of it again. It is weird that no one else in London mentioned the time that a, uh, a dragon tried to burn down the city i I feel like it would have come up yeah Yeah. at one point yeah and a steampunk sex doll tried to suicide bomb the queen (laughs) and the whole the whole of london was like guys that was fucking weird right let's never tell anybody about that (laughs) we can keep a secret right (laughs) this this never happened the queen almost got killed by this sex doll (laughs) why 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 would you make a sex doll with so many gears yeah, she did not see. She seemed lumpy, uh, but he Something was like a lumpy. Yeah, he was into her. Yeah. Also joining us today, uh, our third mic in Northern California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Uh, actually, my first name is Robert. What? <laughs> yeah, uh, Bob yeah. Holmes. His name is Bob Holmes. Well, yeah, Bobby to his friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, Bobby yeah. Booby. Bob. <laughs> 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 You guys remember Roberto Holmes? <laughs> yeah, I like that they, they took some swings though with Canon. You know, yeah. like I yeah. feel like don't don't play it too safe if you if you have the keys to the to the Lamborghini. Well, that's yeah. You know, that's a funny thing about this one versus some of their other ripoff movies is that the source material is free, so you can just do whatever you want with it. Uh-huh. Whereas with Independence Day, you're stealing like someone's intellectual property that's still under copyright. But this is like, you know, Sherlock Holmes. Ripe for the ruining. It's been out forever. 
We should yeah. all take a shot at Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Whatever yeah. first name you want him to have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like when you change it to Bob Holmes defeating his brother Thorpe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, wait, so isn't it Bob Sherlock Holmes? So like yeah. Sherlock is his middle name? Yeah. yeah. Sherlock is his middle name. Yeah. Please, okay. Sherlock is my middle name. <laughs> yeah. Also joining us this week, we have a very special guest in Seattle, Washington. It's Stephen Carter. Yeah. What an amazing tale. Is any of it true? <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> dead. No, nope. and you're dead. Yeah. His yeah, last dead. act on earth was lying to a scullery well, maid. Also, what what in that whole process did gave her the impression any of it wouldn't be true? He was like on his deathbed recording like his last well, like could have been the dinosaur kraken and dragon appearances. But He's uh, clearly was sincere in it. That just seems like a really yeah. rude thing. Like, if that's the last thing that yeah, that is kind of a, life, uh, well. Like, I mean, it's like you know what? Uh, I'm saying I'm, I'm, I told you I was like barely literate, and you made me write for the last eight hours. You know, so right. <laughs> so, I'm gonna throw some shade. This is gonna be a little just, awkward because you're dying. Okay. But um, are you full of shit you. right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you're that's literally exactly. full of shit. Oh, ah. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> septic. All right, Poop this is episode jokes. number three hundred and fifty-eight. Of the podcast, we've now done as many episodes as the number of years it took mathematicians to successfully uh, find a proof for Fermat's last theorem. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that's dedication. So uh, obviously, the 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 puzzle is there are no whole numbers solutions to the equation x to the power of n plus y to the power of n equals z to the power of n when n is greater than two unless x y z is zero. Prove that. Well, it took us a while. Uh, Andrew, Professor Andrew Wiles began work on the new proof for the theorem in 1986. Took him seven years to finish uh, his completed proof. Uh, it was published in 1995. He was just awarded the Abel Prize in math this year. Wow. That is why I bring it up. Um, he had to prove it using the mo- uh, a, a new uh, description of the modularity conjecture for uh, systematizable elliptic curves, uh, which opened a whole new era of a number theory. Wow, I have no idea what any of that means. I don't know either. I, I remember watching a video on this, like in in high school, actually. Here's what I love about it: is that uh, Fermat uh, himself claimed that he <laughs> had proven it, uh, but just there wasn't enough space to write it down. Yeah, That's some people thought he was just he was just pranking people. He he ran yeah. out of paper. Was his reason yeah. for not proving this? Oh, I oh totally, know totally. You guys. I just, you know. yeah, he's he's got that Canadian girlfriend that, that never <laughs> right, visits. Yeah. My Canadian yeah. girlfriend proved this. I don't know. If he, yeah, she's very. There's just no paper in Canada. So also, yeah. I like I like your pronunciation. So it rhymes like Kerm- with Kermit. How would you say uh, it? Fermat. Oh, Fermat. That makes more sense. That sounds a little snooty, though. Yeah. Right. No, Fermat. Yeah, yeah, you died. You didn't prove your own theorem. Get out of here. Yeah, you're, you're firm it now. Yeah. You're lucky I don't make it worse. I'm pronouncing the fuck out of that T. <laughs> Speaking of things to fruitlessly puzzle over for days and days, this week we're talking about Sherlock Holmes, 2010 straight-to-DVD film starring nobody, sponsored by superfan Anna Chandler. Yeah. Uh, who said, quote, I want I want to dedicate this episode to my BFF, Jessica Humphrey, as it is a strange wedding gift for her upcoming nuptials. Hey, oh, congratulations, congratulations, Jessica. Congratulations. And congratulations, Anna Chandler, for being a great fan. Yeah. And, and friend? I guess, friend? Assuming, this is, assuming this is something that, that Jessica would want. Well, <laughs> yeah, and also that she reciprocates. Is it possible to have a BFF who is not your BFF? Does that make oh, sense? Oh, sure. well, I mean, yeah. I know in high school, like, our high school's rival was not, we weren't their rival. Oh, that's so awful, where you're like, that's uh, the worst. we gotta get those knights, and the knights are like, what is this little school? I've never heard yeah, of that. Yeah, 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 who are the yeah. wildcats? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What's a Bruin? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the Bruins, Chris. Uh, <laughs> any Bruins. Uh, also, uh... <laughs> <laughs> hard stance on Bruins, so you're wow. here first. <clears throat> Very hot take. Um... <laughs> Since uh, Anna says that since this is for Jessica, uh, she's submitting Jessica's request, uh, and it was this movie. Um, and also, we're doing this because it's Dinosaurs and Detectives Month. Whoa! What a good fit, huh? <laughs> Which is a totally illegitimate month that is <laughs> is is was not just invented it's for this calendar. topic. Yeah. No, because we had dinosaurs and detectives in the la- the previous topic. Yeah. Then next week, uh-huh. I don't think we have either of them. It's Who a cares? short month. Uh, <laughs> but then we'll come back with a bang for for Theodore Rex at the end of the month, which is another dinosaur detective. Um, this is a dinosaur and a detective fighting. Theodore Rex is a dinosaur, is a detective. Very oh, different. Uh-huh. Is, this, is this similar to Anonymous Rex? Um, no, Theodore Rex is the one with uh, where it's he's just actually a dinosaur with a top hat. 
Oh, that's or, fun. Who's de- doing some detecting? Anyway, uh, wow. It says cool. about this movie: it's absurd but terrible, and absurd and terrible, but in a delightfully cheesy way, not a mind-numbing torture porn sort of way. It's sort of like torture porn without the torture or the porn. Yeah. So yeah. Like, none of that. Chris's favorite two things about it. Yeah. Uh, and she said, "You'll like it," which is uh, in hindsight oh, wow. kind of a brave statement. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes and a T Rex. How could you not? Well, Anna. We will tell you how we could not. <laughs> As I push my glasses up my nose. Well, actually. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to explain it to you. Uh, but thank you so much for sponsoring, and congratulations, yeah. Jessica. I hope this is exactly what you wanted for your wedding, I guess. Maybe uh-huh. something to listen to on your honeymoon? I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Well, sometimes you okay. fly places, Ezra. Oh, no. I just I was curious. Like, Has anyone ever like listened to... like? Because we've been around for like you know seven years. Has anyone yeah. ever listened to us? During like a somewhat intimate moment. Probably. Oh, while they were. Oh, oh. Wow. I was gonna say definitely someone has on their honeymoon, but I would have assumed during the travel, not during the lovemaking. No, I understand that. I just I, you know like so there's like over a million like you know like listens at some points. So, like yeah, one of them. Two million. Well, here's hey, a say it again. You got weird kinks, buddy. <laughs> you all haven't you all gotten married over the course of this podcast? So have you guys ever listened to yourselves while doing it? I haven't listened to ourselves at all, let alone while doing it. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You've never listened to the show. Uh, I'm not. You don't know if it's good. Yeah, it's I not, almost it's... always listen to the show, but almost never while I'm well. Uh, well, anyway. <laughs> never while you're throwing arugula at a girl. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I uh, I don't want that to be. A I'm thing. gonna guess Ezra that it has not happened. Although if it has, it was an accident. Well, yeah, but... no, I, I can imagine where it's like, yeah, it's like it's on shuffle and yeah. like it's like it's like like Barry White and like Coldplay, and then accidentally this comes up. I would never do a full library shuffle for intimate music. <laughs> that... that's, well, that's, what if that's your kink? A lot of, a lot of parts of bad audiobooks which just yeah, come up, or right? like it's playing some of my voice notes on accident. <laughs> Note to self. Uh, I can yeah. tell you personally, I can't get an erection unless I hear Ezra's voice. But yeah, <laughs> sorry. I know it's not that kind of show. I apologize. <laughs> it is now. Anyway, if you want to force us to uh, watch something uh, that you think we'll like for your friend's wedding, um, go to read-weep.com, sign up on the mailing list, and we'll be able to, you'll be able to sponsor some more topics coming up here in uh, oh, about a month or so. Chris, mm. I would now like you to summarize in the style of a uh, very human realistic sex robot with a bomb in her back. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But yeah. kind of stern. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, I think, now this may be wrong because it was steampunk, so sometimes it's hard to tell, uh, capable of feeling emotion? Yeah, I definitely uh, got that. Hard to that know. Sense. She was crying at a grave later, and it's weird that you just program that without, like, just. Separate. Was she crying? I thought she was just like just now. That like, that was a little bit of lubricant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. She leaks lubricant from her eyes when sad things happen. Yeah, as do we all. As do we all. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so here's the movie. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not gonna try to uh, emote anything because she doesn't emote anything. No. So, it is December 1940. Dr. Watson, famed sidekick to Sherlock Holmes, is old, and he's remembering the old days while London is burning. He kept this story out of the journals because Sherlock didn't want him to and because the world wasn't ready to hear it. But in 1882, some shit happened, you guys. (laughs) First, a boat carrying tax revenue from the colony of India was attacked by a kraken. No joke, a giant ship-sized octopus-armed kraken. And, uh, you know, uh, it, was, it was a horrible attack. Only one survivor survived. And I, uh, I hate to cut too far ahead, but we later realize, learned that this is a rubber and steampunk machine monster, right? Yeah, it's Ooh. made of rubber and steampunk yeah. and well, uh, neuron fibers. But we see, we see on the top of the ship, like, a, an octopus did, arm did, reach up and just, like, Did we, Alex? Or is that just what your mind told you to see? What my was mind the through point my of eyes that? told me that that happened. <laughs> All the sailors were on a lot of laudanum at the time. It could be <laughs> a lot of laudanum. That's what I wonder actually about this whole story. Is like this is the time that Sherlock and uh, and Watson found opium, and <laughs> none of this happened. Yeah, anyway. yeah tripping balls. Turns yeah. out opium's great. Yeah. So uh, you know, and then there's also a report of a. A mini-sized T-Rex that is eating people in the streets of London. Yeah, mm-hmm. so large octopus, very small T-Rex. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a velociraptor. Uh, it had the little arms. Don't velociraptors? No, they have longer arms. I they can unlock what? doors and stuff, well, clever I thought girl. velociraptors were not real. 
They aren't. Like well, the actual size. Velociraptors were chicken size. There what? was a raptor. Yeah. But were they delicious? <laughs> yes. Uh, you mean, did they taste like chicken? Yeah. yeah. They tasted a lot, almost exactly were like Were they chicken, chicken size and taste? Yes. <laughs> Do um, they work with Frank's hot sauce? Everything works with Frank's hot sauce. Trick question. Correct. <laughs> Uh, All right, so Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson are on the case of Kraken Attack and T-Rex, and they investigate, and they do a lot of walking around with arms behind their backs, and Sherlock has the high, smug, little sniveling voice, and he, you know, is is very punchable, and Dr. Watson apparently just wants to to fuck anything that moves. That's his character trait. Yeah. (laughs) And, and together they're both Wait, despicable. I might have missed that part. Did, was that there? Yeah, he's always on the hunt for like women. That's yeah, they comment huh. on that a few Only, different times. Yeah. That's canon. He John Watson's always been a womanizer. Oh, yeah. I thought he was married for like he, most he of the is series. in later later stories, yeah. Yeah. Or but stories that, the, that take that place later. That was the later. big thing. Yeah. Is right, he's finally settling down. But yeah, so they they interview people. Um Dr. Watson gives a lot of drugs to a patient in a wheelchair with a, an assistant who comes by. And they do some more investigating. And they find out the dinosaur was made of rubber. What? What? And so they, they go to a rubber factory to, to ask the rubber guy who paid him all the money for all the rubber. And the guy's kind of shady. He's helping him out. But then the dino attacks. What? And then they got to they gotta run away. And the, and the factory inexplicably blows up also. It's, yeah. Yeah. Explosions. Uh, so they go. rubber. They yeah. go oddly to uh, to a place called Hellmouth. No, this isn't Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's part of England, and it, it, apparently Sherlock grew up there because a rock from the dinosaur. The dinosaur was apparently made of rocks and rubber somehow. Mm. But the that rock was the best was, technology we had at the time. Yeah, so. yeah that's right. Um, that rock <laughs> had to have come from this one castle that uh, that's there. So they go there, and turns out the guy in the wheelchair who Doctor Watson helped is Sherlock's brother Thorpe. Holmes and Thorpe Thorpe isn't paralyzed at all because he's designed for himself a Tony Stark-esque Iron Man suit yes. so he can yeah. control it with his mind but and it's walk steampunk, around so it looks like it's like a diving suit yes. that can walk Yes, and his assistant, who we thought was just a sort of stern woman who didn't want to go to the opera with Dr. Watson is a steampunk lady robot sex doll Yep Yep yeah. So, uh, um, turns I mean, out, we don't see him bone her. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. We see him kiss her very affectionately. Yes. Yeah. I guess we're sort of we are filling in some blanks here on our own. I, I, I think he I mean, lives look, in a castle all alone with yeah. a lady robot of his own design. <laughs> you don't <laughs> build a lady robot to live in your. Okay, Chris, wait, Chris, okay. Chris and Alex are like, are you guys telling me you would not have sex with that lady robot? Because I, <laughs> I mean, no. I'm not saying, but okay. Look, anyway, uh, of course I'd have sex with the lady robot, but. <laughs> Uh, he was paralyzed, and uh, I did not see a uh, robot dick. So okay, that's well. true. Uh, <laughs> but for every robot dick you don't see, there are ten. You know, <laughs> Stephen, you're saying that this guy lives alone in a castle with a lady robot and an Iron Man suit of his own design, and he doesn't make himself. No, I, lots of no, robot man, dicks. At some point, if you're just if you build a sex robot and you have to build yourself an. Uh, uh, an Iron Man suit to have sex with the rope. You just built two robots to have sex. You just built like a sexy battle bots. Right. And yeah. you're not it, even participating. It sexy. feels like you're shooting around the target of pleasure, but you're not hitting anything. <laughs> yeah. So uh turns out Thorpe really hates Lestrade, this policeman who's become famous for helping Sherlock Holmes solve crimes. And he is decided because he thinks Lestrade shot him in the back, paralyzing him. Uh, during a during a robbery, he thought it was friendly fire. So he wants to burn all of London in a robot dragon and mm-hmm. send his lady sex robot with a bomb to blow up the queen. It's a proportionate response. Yes, well, tough but fair. He, well, oh, and he's also he's cap- kidnapped Lestrade and wants to frame him for the burning London in a robot dragon. Yeah, for some reason he was like, "Well, look, they're gonna know that it's a robot dragon controlled by a person, so I have to give them the person." Yeah. Like, you already <laughs> framed it on a robot dragon. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> also so, framed Lestrade. Yeah. So there's a huge aerial battle because they're at the castle, and uh, Sherlock Holmes gets uh, gets shot or something, and Watson gets like, all tied up. Like, you're framing that Lestrade is a genius. Like, yeah. you, could, you, you could just say, like, oh, someone got shot. It was Lestrade. You don't yeah. have to be like, Lestrade in his spare time is the greatest mechanical genius the Earth has ever seen. He's yes. also a master of human biology. I mean, like, just just say he killed somebody. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. You're giving so him there's too a much huge credit. aerial battle. 
right? Because because Thorpe takes off in uh, the big rubber robot dragon that somehow flies. It's yes. made of steampunk and wishes. Yeah, and, and it's controlled by one lever. <laughs> yeah, it's controlled by three levers, and I'm like, what? A steering wheel? Or well, was so that one lever is just up and down, and then yeah. there's a left and right. Yeah, because those are the two directions. You don't need to worry about anything else while this dragon is pulling off complex acrobatic moves in the well, sky. You know, he. I just want to point out he also does have sex with the dragon. <laughs> the dragons had good training for this. So why wouldn't but, you? But Holmes has chased this dragon <laughs> with no shit a hot air balloon with helicopter ro- rotors on it. Yes, a- and so there's a big aerial battle between the hot air balloon armed with machine guns versus a dragon that breathes fire. Huh. Yep. Well, and meanwhile, the lady robot has taken off to bomb the queen. Watson follows her to London at a in a horse. Now, who would have guessed that flying dragon, hot air balloon? train and horse would all arrive in london at exactly the same time i mean all math <laughs> students right that's, yeah, yeah right well, that's what yeah. Like. yeah exactly uh and uh you know what that's proof yeah, yeah. Hey-o. the day is saved you guys good guys win it works bad guys lose and uh they sex never robot talk is of free it. to live in a, to go <laughs> yeah, to another r- crime <laughs> yeah and uh that's that's about it it's just sort of like uh there wasn't really a mystery it was mostly just robots fighting um, at one point, the robot dinosaur steals a uh, fountain and a bunch of copper, which they never say what he was doing, but I assume that means no, the dinosaur he needed the was water. on meth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Man, I just need all that copper. the wire. Yeah, that uh, dino's really breaking bad. <laughs> so I, uh, Anna suggested we, we do uh, Lizard of Bullshit Hot Rock right here. Oh, no. Uh, that's not- Oh. Yeah, really, Chris? No, I, I'm 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 dreading trying to explain this stuff, but I'm well, I, I'm game. Well, you okay. don't have to win. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we I don't always, tank it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so uh, our guest last week, Nick, was the winner, which means uh, the championship status falls on our new guest, Stephen. So Stephen's going to start us off. So Great. Lizard of Hot Hot Rock. Lizard of Bullshit Hot Rock, uh, our yep. well-titled game, is played like this. Uh, somebody is the lizard, they're in charge, and they uh, have to explain the, the things we're confused about, about the movie, quickly, um, regardless of accuracy. And if they can't do that, or someone else has a better explanation and a steal, uh, then the, the lizard status passes on. Whoever's the on the Hot Rock when the game ends is the winner. How did they find the most punchable Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, where, uh, where did they find this guy? Well, they uh, obviously so the 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 other two main actors in this who played Thorpe and um, uh, Watson are not well known actors, but they're both were successful on their own science fiction franchises in the past. So using that muscle, then they had nothing left. So they just uh, found a dude who looked like uh, he would be good at mansplaining things. <laughs> Do you know what else he's done? Uh, no. This is uh, Ben Snyder. He's done nothing else. Wow, really? Uh, he's done a couple of shorts. And this was shorts, his debut. And yeah. he is well, in, in the upcoming Asylum film, Sherlock Holmes versus Frankenstein. Oh, oh well, bringing it back? We'll have to watch that together. <laughs> the, 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 the thing that I particularly liked about his performance here, and I think maybe why he was given a leg up on casting, is because he had a very soft voice, so it would appeal to the ASMR uh, demographic. Sure. Yeah. Um, trivia fact about the upcoming movie. Uh, wait, wait, can you make first. this in the form of a question, Alex? Frankenstein. Okay, Stephen, did you know <laughs> that in the upcoming Sherlock Holmes versus Frankenstein, the uh-huh. role of Baron von Frankenstein is to be played by the real-life Baron von Frankenstein? <laughs> yes. Oh, good, good answer. <laughs> what does you know that, that mean? <laughs> well, that? I mean, I guess there would be a Frankenstein family, right? And there's a Baron in that I mean, Could every be. family's got a baron somewhere, am I right? Yeah. It could easily be a contest where if you want to be the lead in a movie, <laughs> you just change your name to the name of the character. Ooh, I like oh, that, well, that works. I can see them doing that. All yeah. right. uh, Steven, I have another. Uh, L- Steven Lizard? Yep. Um, Boy, uh, sure do you want some tasty worms today. <laughs> Oh, that's exactly what a lizard would say, I think. Unless not, I don't know. (laughs) Hey, Steven, how'd that dino work? Was there a person inside there? Mm, Happy you asked about that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yep, there was. Uh, (laughs) But how did they move that? That must have been 500 pounds of rubber. 
uh, it was a very small child who was working in there, and they had three levers which controlled everything just like that dragon. Ooh, ooh, Stephen Lizard, I have a question. Yep. What's uh, the hold bla- on, let me finish eating this fly. <laughs> that sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> Stephen Lizard, um... Yep. <laughs> what's the morality we're supposed to take away from, like, the, um... I guess the, the, the first time, like, uh, like, John going to a prostitute, getting eaten by a, a dinosaur? Oh, mm-hmm. good question. What, what's, the, what's the lesson there? Uh, I guess it's uh, just hold on to your loved ones tight, because you never know when a dinosaur is going to interrupt your lovemaking. Do you include in loved ones uh, the prostitute named Pitchcock that you just paid three <laughs> shillings to? Uh, are you saying that Pitchcock doesn't deserve love because of her hilarious name? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, she does deserve love, uh, and three shillings. Um, (laughs) Well, she deserves five. Uh, She she deserves five, but she'll take three. Why are you guys not challenging me on any of my answers? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think... game works. Yeah. Uh, Uh, But it sounds like you're abdicating, which means, uh... I think it falls I, to me now because I was the one asking you a question. So uh, I'm yep. the new lizard because uh, Stephen Lizard fell off this hot rock on his own, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> full, yep. of, full of worms and and flies. Just I was one off. of those Budweiser frogs. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. Not hey, Alex work. Lizard. Yeah, Alex Lizard. Uh, to build the robot dragon, sure. it is implied that Thorpe bought 500 tons of rubber from this factory. Yes. H- how does a 500 ton rubber dragon? fly and cover any ground whatsoever uh gracefully is the answer and what? um yeah more more gracefully than you'd expect it's just mm. like how uh uh like a blue whale is so big how does it uh swim you know <laughs> it's uh very well actually okay um uh, Al- uh, alex how did alex how- <laughs> <Yes>. alex um <laughs> why why did Thorpe make both a giant rubber crack and a, uh, a smaller size rubber, you know, uh, like dinosaur and like a large rubber? Dr- like, why all the air, land, and sea rubber things? Because I mean, obviously, you have three different places to have battles. You 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 have to steal from a ship, so that you, it's only fair that you meet it on its own turf, which is the water. I, so I just you I don't a sea monster. It seems. <gasps> And then how, you but have Alex could not a rubber dragon could not a rubber dragon also kill a ship? Uh, well, it could kill a ship, but that would be unfair because the ship cannot fly. So huh, you want to agree be, with me? So you're saying it's more fair for a giant octopus? Yes, exactly. They, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like you wouldn't be like, oh, you're gonna joust. Well, I brought a gun to this fight. You, like, you're, how? You're, but a unlike a ship, a giant octopus can't love. How can you explain that? Wait, you think a ship yeah. can love? No, Chris, that ship does not love you back. What? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are awkwardly making love to a ship, and it's oh. not participating. Can we get a tiebreak vote on that, uh, Stephen? Does yeah. the ship love him back or not? So I'm thinking there was like an episode of Star Trek, I think, where uh, like a space entity fell in love with the Enterprise. I think yes. it made in the cartoon. So I do no. think ships are that's TNG. I... Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. So I think uh, that's amazing. That was live action. Does so, the ship yeah. love him back though? Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh no, I don't know. But I think it, it, there is a reasonable uh, uh, science fiction. Okay, uh, there's an episode of Futurama act- where the ship did love Bender. Oh, perfect. So. There you go. Yep. Okay. So is there a steal for someone? Or, or I think it's Chris, you can have right? it because you named a time a ship loved somebody back. <laughs> um, uh, lizard, lizard Ezra. Yeah. Yes. I, I I am basking in the in the warm glow of the of the sun. Uh, well, let me turn my heat lamp question on. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Too uh, You'd be sweating so, if you had those glands. <laughs> uh, often uh, when the dragon was uh, attacking London and breathing fire, it would breathe fire onto uh, stone masonry. Uh, just stone. And the stone would catch fire. Yeah. How? How? Uh, you know, little known fact: uh, most of the stones uh, in the in the eighteen hundreds were actually uh, made out of moss. <laughs> wow! <laughs> what? I did yeah. not know that. Moss, moss for most of the eighteen hundreds, during due to rationing, was uh, a lot of the masonry. And uh, <laughs> that moss was also very flammable. Uh, it turns out, yes. Yeah, because yeah, this just... wasn't damp or usual moss. It was <laughs> so this dry is, moss. Yeah, very dry I guess, moss. I guess this is before building codes, and so they were like, yeah, right? let's build bricks out of moss. So, so Big Ben is made out of 
Moss? No shit. Also moss. Mostly moss. moss. Most things are mostly moss. Still moss or was it just moss back then? And then they... Yeah, I think, how did it's stone a, now? There's an ongoing uh, project, I think, to renovate. They're almost finishing up now. Oh, but it took some time. Oh, it's sort of uh, like the ship of Theseus. You know, they keep replacing the moss exactly. with stones and all of a sudden it's a new thing. Right, right. Yeah. And has it ever been the same Big Ben or not? Or is it now, you know, a, a quarterback for the, uh, for the Steelers? So, uh, Ezra Lizard, um, I wonder if you could skitter over here for a question. Um, uh, I'm, I'm scared. Is there too much light over there? I don't <laughs> no, know. I'm gonna nice stay in the here. shadow. I like it. Um, oh, but, I see, think I see a moth. All right, here we go. Um, so the steampunk sex robot, yeah, uh, passes the con- conversational Turing test. Right, she can talk to people and they can hit on her and not know she's a robot. Yeah, Watson would hit that. Also, walks around making decisions like a time where she stole a gun and then fired it very accurately from a long distance. Yeah, um, and is like super lifelike, skin looking. So like th- things that were. A long way off from now. Like, if this happened now, it would be the most incredible robotic thing that's ever happened. My question is, at some point, has she passed the from robot into sentient creature? Um, yes. That was kind of a softball. <laughs> <laughs> Gave me a lot of time to think about that yes or no question. <laughs> yeah. I almost stumbled also, but uh, I feel good about that answer. That's how I head fake. <laughs> I like that she was mourning at the end. Yeah, she was so sad. Yeah, the yeah, guy who yeah. had sex with her after he created her, which is a weird power dynamic for a relationship, uh, uh, had yeah. just passed I, away. I feel like, oh, I, like uh, uh, yeah, go a ahead. Lizard? Yeah, yes, I'm a lizard. Um, uh, <laughs> that is here's, how they do say that. I'm trying to phrase this in a non-yes or no way, but uh, when they uh, are fi- uh, they found all the 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 equipment and the the dinosaur, and then they they're about. They stumble onto Thorpe, who's in his suit, um, yep. and, but it seems like he's just maybe a statue or something like that. Yeah. How long was Thorpe waiting for them to arrive, <laughs> standing still? It is a good Way prank. too long. So however Way long, too long. Was there, it was worth it. Thorpe loves a good prank. <laughs> so how long? How long was it? Uh, it was eight hours, 15 minutes. Whoa. Wow. He oh, oh. in the lack of pee stains on his uh, uniform then. Well, I actually, okay, this is a g- real good question for Ezra Lizard. Uh, because <laughs> I'm a uh, lizard. So he said that he is controlling the suit by, by his brain. I yeah. was like, is he still in the suit or is it just his head on a suit or something? Oh, yeah, like, is his body still there? I couldn't figure that out. I don't know. Oh! And Steven is this week's champion. God damn it. Steven, you <laughs> <have> a lizard. <laughs> yeah. This is your rock. I'm going to go shed my skin and... Uh, uh, other lizard facts. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Adventures in Meatburg, where we profile the exciting lives of Meatburgians, our buddies who donate to the show. You too can join in in supporting our podcast and get to be one of these lucky people by donating to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies. Our newest meat buddies here, it's none other than Sean Santos. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean Santos. Sean has a very special job here in Meatburg. He's our official dragon slayer. Are there any questions? Uh, sure, I'll start. Does Meatburg have a big problem with dragons? Not yet, but you never know. Uh, better to have a dragon slayer and not need to slay anything than have no slayer and then have dragons show up and you're caught with your pants down. Um, why were your pants down? It's just an expression that I use, you know, to indicate that I wasn't expecting to see a dragon that day, but then one showed up and I had my pants down. Wait, wait, so so you walk around all day with your pants down? He does. I have seen it. Isn't that difficult? It is comically difficult, yes. Okay, okay, but wouldn't it be easier if you had already decided to expose yourself because, as you say, you weren't expecting dragons, uh, wouldn't it be easier just to take off your pants entirely? Oh, yes, much easier. They get caught on my ankles. It's, it's difficult. We should really get back to this question at hand of Sean, who donated to the show, became a meat buddy, and really does not deserve to have his whole press conference be hijacked by talk of old-timey Prospector and his visible junk. Agreed. So, if you do expect there to be dragons, you wear your pants up like normal? That's correct, yes. Okay, but there's never been a dragon, so have you never worn your pants up? A fair question, but just because there's never been a dragon doesn't mean that I've never expected one. So, some days I expect it, I don't wear my pants, uh, but then I would say I do wear my pants, uh, I don't know, maybe like once or twice a month. Wait, 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 wait. 
You expect dragons twice a month, despite there never having been one? That's correct. Okay, I'm I'm sorry, but uh, what does having your pants up do? A dragon can fly, so you can't outrun it, and it shoots fire, which your pants wouldn't prevent, right? Let me handle this one. I can attest that, yes, old-timey prospector's pants are fireproof. <clears throat> oh, well, that just opens up a whole bunch of other questions. I am sure that it does. But instead, can we focus on how great Sean Santos really is? For sure. I'm, I'm just going to do these real fast. Why do you have fireproof pants? What are they made of? And have they ever come in handy? Because they don't have fireproof junk, asbestos, and yes. So, Sean Santos, though. Right, right, right. Of course, of course. I'm so sorry. When did they come in handy? I accidentally sat on a campfire as a child. So you've been wearing asbestos pants since you were a child? Sean Santos is a mighty warrior protecting us all Not from the same all asbestos pants. I had to buy new ones as I grew. When have they come in handy as an adult? Well, I sleep on hot coals most nights. Thank you for donating to the show, Sean Santos. Jesus Christ, why? Courage. Announcer, please come back. This did not go anywhere near how I wanted it to. If walking on hot coals proves that you're brave, imagine what sleeping on them does. I have a deep voice. This is over. Sean Santos is the best. What about your upper body? Covered in third-degree burns. No one makes asbestos shirts in my size. We are so sorry, Sean. No refunds. Me buddies, 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 me buddies. All right, now it's time for the game of lightning bonus round. Lightning. Lightning bonus round. Uh, so this is our mini game segment. A couple things I want to do really quick. First, obviously, uh, I want to name some mockbusters. Mockbusters. So you, uh, as we mentioned, they, uh, they, this company, the Asylum, does a lot of sh- movies that are very similarly named to other ones, uh, and I think it would be fun to ma- name them, just like it's fun to name the yeah. bagged cereals. Totally. Um, really, yeah. a lot of other things. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, piggybacking off of this summer's uh, big release? Uh, ghost punchers. <laughs> Who are you going to punch? <laughs> ghosts. Uh, they don't get rid of the ghosts, but they do piss them off. Yeah. I would take also like maybe spirit smushers. Yeah, sure. sure. Just yeah. make them smaller, uh-huh. flatter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed early this year uh, seeing um, Miffed Max. Mm. Yeah. He, you know, the apocalypse had not been nice to him. He was a yeah. little miffed. It's a little snitty. Snooty. Yeah. Uh, what about- how, how about the Civil War drama, Civil War, General America? <laughs> uh, how about how about like sort of like that that like uh, that swearing uh, like uh, Marvel superhero that was like um, not a live lake? You <laughs> uh, real, real catchy. <laughs> I uh, dread pool. He's gonna get yeah. drowned. <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, all of the all seven of those movies about uh, people racing cars and La Familia, uh, but who are just trying to solve mysteries called The Quick and the Curious. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, I really am looking forward to seeing that movie about uh, the guy who landed the plane on the Hudson called Bully. <laughs> <laughs> no, he landed on the East River. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, sorry, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. right. The yeah. guy who landed his uh, his. Um, a dirigible on the East River. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. We can feel free to add more of these as you think of them. Um, uh, so, question number two. <laughs> yeah. How about how about the how about the uh, the Brie Larson uh, drama Place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's uh, called Room. room it's stupid. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, oh, uh, that the Seth Rogen animated vehicle uh, hot dog event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it. All right, uh, well, I did. You know, um, it's it, this is not super recent, but I have been enjoying uh, the book Moby Richard, the Ecru Whale, who <laughs> is uh, oh, hard to catch. Yeah. Or that movie about stevedores called Moby Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I like anything about stevedores. All right, question number two. Lightning bonus round. Uh, question number two is: uh, I was just looking at the cover of this, and there's the kraken and the and the the T Rex and, and I the dragon. If we had to make what? And the dragon. It's on. The and cover. the dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, if these, they look like they're fighting. It looks like the dragon is attacking the dinosaurs getting attacked from below by the kraken so i was like i wanted to think about uh mythical creatures fighting and how they would do so first up how would we like who do you think would win dragon dinosaur kraken Ooh, dragon uh, every time well wait on what what 
Where are they fighting? Are they in the water? Because I'm going to have to give it to the Kraken. If they're in the sky, yeah, obviously the Kraken's not going to do well. <laughs> there are sea dragons. There are Ooh. land dragons. There are air dragons. Dragons can win every damn time. Well, what if it's an air can- dragon? What? What if it's a sky dragon in the sea? He would not do well. Right? He would so, hold drown. On. It'd be a drowning. Drowned. Yeah. But dra- dra- dragon is the only one of those with a distance weapon, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And well, I, I mean, there's some range to the, the Kraken tentacles, and, but yeah, and you're also right. fire doesn't go that far because it, it does spread out really quickly. So there it's is shockingly little down. range to the T-Rex. Yeah, I think the T-Rex is, is gone no matter what. Yeah, no I don't one is voting the, for T-Rex in this. What yeah. if they team up? Like, what if, what if the T-Rex has, like, unknown, like, a diplomacy skills and just, like, joins forces and rides the Kraken? Here's what happens. Yeah, okay, if this fight becomes a letter-writing campaign, fine. <laughs> no, then he, he would have to have a very tall desk. Oh, what and the Kraken T-Rex... could write eight letters for everyone that the T-Rex writes. <laughs> I like the idea that they're doing a tag team, and the Kraken's long tentacle reaches out and still can't get to the T-Rex's little arm to tag him. Yeah. <laughs> Side note: If you guys like this conversation, these kinds of conversations, you should follow by the card game Super Fight, which is just about these kind of debates. Oh, okay. all right, that sounds like a bonus round. Uh, well, Light so we put out, round. I put this out to the fans though to have people uh, talk about right, right. other oh. creatures they wanted to see fight. Um, so we're gonna play this card game that I didn't know existed. Um, let's see. Oh, who, so I so pick mythical creatures you want to see fight and tell me how it would go. Uh, which I got some pushback about the T Rex not being mythical, and I disagree. Yeah, <laughs> show me one. <laughs> yeah, you're a young Earth uh, thinker there. Yeah. Okay, so it's that kind of show. <laughs> uh, Alan Mac Nine says uh, he wants to see Cerberus. Was it uh-huh. Cerberus? The Cerberus, the um, like the three headed uh, hell yeah, dog yeah. versus yeah. Aslan. Um, oh so yeah, sure. As Jesusy as Aslan is, I have to give it to the three headed dog god. Oh. Well, this is tough because like three he- two heads are better than one, but I don't actually know about three heads being better than one. Yeah, that's not part of the saying. Yeah, I can't. I can't I comment think it on says, that. I think it's two heads is better than one. Three heads is a crowd. Mm. <laughs> three is a crowd, right? So the, I feel like one of those heads. Like I think you could turn one of those heads, uh, you know, to to Jesus dog side, and I think he'll like he'll like rebel, you know. Uh, uh, at Alan Mac Nine continues. What would happen is Cerberus uh, guards the gates of the underworld. So uh, and. Uh, so he wouldn't be able to get out. So it'd be like an infinite mythological fight loop. Oh, wait. So like, like they kill. Like, I thought it made sense he, when I started reading it. And now I'm not sure I understand. Well, anyway, <laughs> let's just assume it was right. Yeah, it seems good. Um, let's see some other fights. Um, oh, actually, uh, first Ellen on Facebook wanted to take uh, our T Rex fight, just like we said uh, to where they are. Right. So um, uh, if it's set on neutral ground, so like a sh- uh, the shore or a swamp. Then the yep. Kraken mm. wins because it's great reach and grappling abilities, and the T Rex. Oh yeah, there. man, such right. a grapple. I you think know what would beat either of them? A dragon. Yeah. <laughs> well, but what happens if the uh, the Kraken decides to play defense? Just stays in the water. Kraken yeah. can do nothing. Fights a draw. Yeah, mm. that's what we all wanted out of this fight. Cthulhu a versus draw. Godzilla. Ooh, Cthulhu. Uh, Cthulhu would still win, but the battle would shake the earth. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't have that. a sense of scale for both these guys, but I think Cthulhu is bigger. Yeah. I think Cthulhu is still the Cthulhu of Godzilla, too. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. for what Cthulhu represents for us, also would represent. Yeah, Godzilla. I think Godzilla would be pretty impressed by Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Centaur yeah. versus Minotaur, human head <laughs> versus human behind. Oh, <laughs> I'd say. I, uh, I feel like. For behinds, like an attractive behind is a pretty good asset for for humans. So I feel like, uh, you know, if they worked out, you know, I feel like it'd be like, yeah, I think maybe like the the, the centaur would be lining up and be like, hey, that's a good that's a good behind you got there. Yeah. Okay, I think it depends on whether the minotaur builds his labyrinth with a roof. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of it comes cent- down to whether or not you build the roof. Right, because if the centaur can uh, navigate the labyrinth using the celestial, uh, with, with like the stars, then the centaur yeah. I think, will win and get out and kill the minotaur in the center. But I think if the min- minotaur is smart enough to prevent that, centaur will be trapped and die. Right. Uh, Tegan said, okay, so I wrote this whole thing about Godzilla versus the Kraken before I realized it was a T-Rex, uh, and I just didn't want to delete it, so here it is. Um <laughs> Uh, Godzilla, in the in the last movie, Godzilla emerged from the water, so the oceans is common ground for them. Godzilla would try to burn the Kraken with his fiery breath, but all it has to do is shut uh, 
shut down them jaws with its tentacles, Godzilla can do nothing but flail its tiny arms, and the Kraken draws him out d- down into the sea. How will the Kraken kill Godzilla is another question, but Godzilla because Godzilla can breathe underwater, I submit that they do a lover's dance until the end of time. Whoa. Wow. A lot of people That's... tried to make these not end in fights, which I think is adorable about our audience, like Chupacabra the Goat Sucker versus Seder the Half Goat Half Man. It's a tie. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really a sexy tie, if I understand how that's going. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so uh, Robin continues, and I just remembered that satyrs were often depicted with permanent erections, so actually this match could easily end in a casual sex. Um, what? Yeah. Satyrs were yeah. depicted with permanent erections? Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, show, show me a satyr, man. How do you depict a permanent erection? Uh, <laughs> you well, it's... With a watch guess... on it, and it's just really... <laughs> God, that's it a just, great question. I yeah. think it's like you have them like wearing different ties for different days of the week, you know? Or maybe like a speech bubble that says, boy, you've had that for a long time. Oh, is the erection talking? Like, I, I'm still here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, unicorn versus... Samantha says, unicorn versus anything. Unicorn always wins with magic in its horn on its head. Uh, and its blood will curse you to live a half-life. Even if it dies, it wins. I yeah. don't know if that's canon. Um, Whoa, huh. guys! How about a unicorn with a cannon? <laughs> oh, pretty dope, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's funny in this this match since because that's canon, no- right? That has to be canon. <laughs> Anything with a cannon is canon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus, lightning bonus, bonus round. Um, uh, oh, we're out of time. We'll 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 finish this up. Uh, if you want to play lightning bonus round, go to Facebook or Twitter or uh, sign up on the mailing list on our website, and you can play along at home. Um, I was I, we're out of time for this, but theoretically, I would have liked to have played. Can you come up with a more reasonable plot invited, involving a dinosaur, dragon, and sea monster? Uh, nope. So think about that at home, you guys. That's your home version. Now it's time for a minor compliment. We're going in reverse order. So Ezra, you're up first. Say one more nice thing about Sherlock Holmes. Um. Well, okay, so at one point, they tried to, like, I guess, lower Watson down, like, the side of a cliff um, using, like, a, Ugh. I guess, a stake uh, just to wrap, like, the rope around. Yeah, yeah a stake and a burly Welsh guy. Use yeah. And, and a lot of rope burn. Yeah, uh, and I just, I think the thing I like is, I like that we've advanced the pulley system because not everyone can have a stake or a burly Welsh guy, and I think we're better off. You know, when they also had pulleys, 1882. <laughs> <laughs> That was the worst fucking scene. So <laughs> it, it was, was so long, long and it had no tension in it whatsoever, yeah, except it, for that. Oh, the rope. rope. Yeah, uh, yeah. We all got there. We all okay. got there. Well, yeah, great. Also fun about that scene is that the rope tied to him is clearly a modern nylon rope, and then at the top it is a, an old-timey rope. It's visibly a nylon rope that he's wearing around his body. Oh, I mean, man. Someone as knows the critic, yeah. as, as a critic cited on the Wikipedia page for this movie said, pointing out the production deficiencies in this movie would be pointless. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's sort of like it's more kind of about unfair. us at that point. Well, um, it raises the question of is it ever pointful? Yeah. yeah Wait, that's it's, true. Just, it's supposed to make us feel good about ourselves, but yeah. like, oh. you know. Well, yeah, and and it you know what, so why, why question yeah. it? You know what kind of clickbait uh, uh, bores me to death is the production goofs. Type yeah. Of yeah, I don't know. I kind of enjoy them. I feel because they have goof it. in it. I, I would say ninety nine percent of them are are boring, but there there is it's worth it for the gems in there. I yeah. just think it's interesting to see like, oh, they had to use real rope, otherwise he would have died. <laughs> <laughs> um, my minor compliment. I'm going to do two mini minors. First of all, I like that the prostitute's name was Pitchcock and her John's name was John. Yeah, uh, and then also I always like good credit jobs. So good jobs in the cre- not, which is not a sexual thing. I know it sounds like it, um, where the credits have sex with you. I don't know. I like people have, nope. have good jobs listed in the credits. This included horsemaster, fishmonger, naval historian, and of course mm. rock climbing double. It's. I feel like those are all people who don't get enough work. So good for them. I mean the the. Well, fishmonger and naval historian are definitely jobs you could have outside the movie industry. Horsemaster, I don't think that exists anywhere but this movie. Mm. No one masters any horses. No. Yeah. No horse master. can be mastered. Yeah. Uh, this is the one guy. Only wild horses. Animals. All right. Uh, Chris, minor compliment. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did a lot of walking around with their hands behind their backs uh, while strolling around and sure. talking about maybe solving the a mystery. The thoughtful walking pose. 
Yeah, and you know what? Walking around with your arms behind your back is super comfortable. It's it makes you, I think it's good for your posture. Yeah. It's good for your posture, and it's uh, it's relaxing. It makes and me feel more ponderful. Yeah, Definitely. exactly. Yeah, so uh, my my uh, advice to all of our listeners out there is give it a try. You'll yeah. look smug as hell. You, you, you will look constitutional weirdo. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it it is nice. I so actually, it's funny because they did, they were taking their morning constitutional, which I thought meant pooping. Um, nope. And it turns out well only if you're doing while you're walking. Well, no, it turns out it does mean that, and the walk was to get your bowels moving. What mm. constitutional is uh, about people who would they, the idea was originally to go for a walk to get ready to make your morning uh, crazy. Too. Wow, but it works is what they're saying. Well, it did back then, but now we have like medicine huh. and plumbing. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel Wait. like we don't need it. The, the plumbing is the really the thing that that was what was holding people back. It's like, oh, I'd like to poop, but I plumbing hasn't been invented I yet. I don't know so. what I meant by that, but I just uh, you, you know felt like you felt like it helped. Plumbing? Plumbing? I think yeah. it's, you, you know when they had plumbing, eighteen eighty two. I really don't know what existed then. Yeah, Chris is really he's got eighteen eighty two straight. Uh, that leaves uh, you, Stephen. What's your minor compliment for Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, uh, so I one thing I always like in um, any Sherlock Holmes adaptation is like the first introduction of Sherlock when he does like he it turns out he knows something that the other person yeah. couldn't possibly have known. That yet, dude ate fish. Yeah, yeah, but the, and in this case, it, when he was like uh, he uh, Watson was doing an autopsy on a dude, and Sherlock said how he died, and it was like, well, the first thing I noticed was that he smelled like fish, and then it flashed back to a picture of fish, like yes. as if the audience would not know what fish are. So uh, I just thought that was really helpful. You really in case. Out there, Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for uh, really making it clear for Man, us. Considering that's like the one thing Sherlock Holmes is notice- known for. He really doesn't do it much in this movie. No, it, think, it, it, yeah. it happens like three times. There's the I mean, one long one. And there's a couple of like little things. This is actually my favorite Sherlock Holmes trope, which is like that rock only exists in one part of London. Yeah, uh, he does that in a lot of stories. Rock town. <laughs> yeah, you and see a rock is like a fingerprint. <laughs> he did. He did it with the mud nice, too, Chris. which is always one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Chris, that is a perfect callback to a while ago. <laughs> yeah, to NCIS. NCIS. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was nice. All right. Well, that's it. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening uh, <laughs> for our show. Uh, we're going to be back next week. Next week, we're talking about The Ancient Future by Tracy yeah. Harding. Uh, this is sponsored by Rhiannon. Uh, from Rhiannon. Sydney, Rhiannon, Thanks. From S- Sydney, Australia, uh, who says her formal title is The Most Put Upon by Time Zones During Live Streams. Oh. <laughs> true. It is yeah. so hard to get a live stream time that Australia would be happy with. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, you could move. Or you could just watch them on tape delay. It's pretty good. Anyway, uh, so this the ancient future is about a woman who travels back in time to uh, you know like kings and knights era of England, and then she falls in love with the prince and changes history. But it's also got magic, martial arts, and controlling your own destiny, and the saxophone. And I will attest that a variety of saxophones, alto, also tenor, soprano, a couple of other things, it's just full of saxophones. Sopranos. What about tenor bass? No, tenor bass are different things, but. Um, are you uh, sure? No. Yeah. <laughs> there's a bass sax one. There's a contra alto. There's a bunch of others that are uh, less common. Um, uh-huh. But anyway, she doesn't play baritone because that is uh, unbecoming of anybody. Just, I play the yeah. baritone sax. No, you don't. Yeah, I Yes, I fucking did. Really? Do it. All right, game. prove it. <laughs> Find a way to prove it right now. Brr. Okay, hold on. Fing- finger something. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's not that kind of show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's coming up this week. Uh, I don't remember why we thought this was dinosaurs and detectives. There it's is, ancient. We thought maybe there could it's be ancient. Dinosaurs. There is a brief dragon. There you go. But I think, yeah, I think it was just the word ancient made us assume there were dinosaurs. And so far, there are not. Although later in the Can't series, she goes to things, space. Yeah. Um, wow. But definitely no detectives. Anyway, that's the stretch. And then we'll be back for another dinosaur and detective. Also, thank you to superfan Anna Chandler for sponsoring this episode. And thank congratulations you. to Jessica. Uh, yeah. Congrats. Mrs. Congrats. Um, yeah. So excited for you. And I really, Anna, it's always good to have you be part of the show. Thank you for sponsoring. It uh, means a lot to us. I hope you guys enjoyed this weirdest wedding gift that anyone has ever gotten, probably. Um, 
Also, I'm going to do a wedding today. I wish I'd thought to just tell him this podcast was for him. Would have saved me a lot yeah. of money. Oh, yeah. But just in the editing, Ben, this one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I will say uh, congratulations, Nathan, on your, your past nuptials. Also, oh, if we're congratulating people, can I congratulate uh, Megan and Brian on their past nuptials? Yeah. All right, man. What if I'd said no I at that point? You couldn't have taken it back. Nah, well, I just I, I wouldn't have. I mean, it wouldn't have been official. And anybody else who's gotten nuptial recently, really? We're, yeah. I got married a couple weeks ago. Congrats to my brother. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Older or younger and, brother? Uh, older. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you hate, it sucks when you get laughed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's anyway, and thank you a ton to uh, Sean Santos for donating to the show, our official Dragon Slayer. If it ever comes up, we'll count on you. Yeah, and uh, if you want to become a meat buddy, go to redistribute.com slash meat buddies. Even a small donation, uh, a small recurring donation, could be—it's a huge help to us. It really uh, makes makes this possible for us to keep doing this. Um, uh, thank you for being here at C. Walter Smith. Yeah, huh? At Ezra Fox. Yep. Who doesn't really use Twitter? And at Carter Street Forty Two still. Yep. You also don't <laughs> use Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, thanks for being here. <laughs> it's always so fun to talk to you. Thanks for having me. I love you all. Aww. Love you too, Steven. Yeah. Thanks. Now, it's whatever kind of show you want it to be. We're here for you. I want it to be a show about me. <laughs> Except for that. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Bye. I like that you return arugula. Uh, yeah, only when... It, well, because, like, I was... I wouldn't for everywhere, but for Whole Foods, oh, yeah. Right? Like, you spend that much on arugula, you deserve to have it. Be a good arugula. Yeah, Trader Joe's arugula. Eh, yeah, right. Take, yeah, it's like it's like a couple bucks, but it's like you know, it's, it's too much for arugula for it to be not delicious arugula. Yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, we just—I don't know. I feel like it's sort of our like our main function on Earth is to throw take away fresh produce from the store, store it for a week, and then throw it away. <laughs> and. So, uh, yeah. we're, we're a brief hey. stop on this arugula's short life, and so yeah, you're you're like a layaway for the yeah. produce. <laughs> if I, it, <laughs> we're the Atlanta airport for vegetables, <laughs> that's right.